0: everybody it's carlos again here at immortals links podcast today i have a special guest john dunn hey carlos thanks for having me oh no problem we've had john on before he's a uh, local writer and uh I was gonna say artist, but no. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> Only for painting
1: 40k minis and what? uh I'm not up to the par the bar that uh, most of your players here have.
0: Oh, yeah. Have you, been, have you seen some like
1: no, no no, I shouldn't rag out. <laughs> They're pretty good.
0: A lot of them just come in. That's why I like casual play here, because a lot of them just come in with the
1: gray mass? Yeah, the
0: gray mass or you know, prime white. Hey, whatever. Looks good. But yeah, John Dunn has done a lot of right. What have you written for before, John?
1: Oh God. Um let's see. Shadowrun... Um i've written several different savage world settings uh accursed and the thin blue line of detroit police story are ones i've published i've got a superhero setting that i've also published called uh, hero prep or hope prep rather which is for icons and also for savage worlds but then i've also written for star wars i've written for uh all three of the yeah, lines star that, wars yeah, yeah, yeah some yeah, people have heard of that game yes yeah, that setting See, <laughs> yeah, once or twice um I've written, I was a developer for Shadowrun. I've written for a bunch of stuff for them. Uh, I've worked on the Mutant Chronicles RPG. I worked.
0: <laughs> Shadowrun. Go ahead. You yeah. cra- I, I was going to make something funny. I go, no. you didn't write on Bright, did you? <laughs> 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 Netflix didn't drag you in on that.
1: No, yes. no, I don't get uh, TV money. That so, would be nice. So upset with that show. But anyway, go ahead. Um, Mutant Chronicles 3rd Edition, oh, yeah, the yeah, RPG yeah. that... Uh, the British company came out with recently. I can't think of their name. At the
0: Mofidius or something? Like yeah, that's it. Right. Um, <laughs> well, I pulled that out of nowhere. Yeah, Way well, to go. <laughs> it's called writing or reading too much. Um,
1: or... I worked on uh, Through the Breach, which is the weird uh, RPG for Malifaux.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, A which, lot. So, yeah, yeah, a fair, lot of fair amount. A lot of dark yeah. future stuff, too. Yeah, it yeah. uh, tends to be uh, sci-fi and magic yeah. mixed together tend to be my strong suit
0: dysentopian futures Mm -hmm. that's cool that's cool well we'll talk about that but yeah we got john today and uh let me go over some uh new and upcoming stuff here actually it's not new and upcoming but i I, I was told to get the format so here we go uh one of the things we got going on is we still have that raffle for the eighth edition limited edition 40k set it's very nice it's beautiful it's a dollar ticket i have 600 tickets i think we're halfway through now you get the uh, limited edition book, there's some metal tokens, you gotta objective come see Objective markers, it. I think. Yeah, objective markers, there's also a smaller rule book with gilded edges, there's an art book, there's a map, and uh, it comes in a nice little case, but it's brand new, there's the one on display, and then there's a brand new one you get. So, I'm gonna pull the raffle as soon as I get 600 tickets, so, like I said, we're halfway through, keep pushing along. So, but I... I'm, if i win it john i'm keeping it <laughs> usually if i win something in my store i'm like all right i'll throw it back or second place gets it nope i'm keeping it because it's not even mine you know the guy you know well, I'm, yeah there just a... aren't that many copies of
1: it no 2000 limited to 2000 that's nothing in the 40k yeah market. so i mean
0: and i got two of them or not me but this guy's got two of them so that's what one percent or something like that <laughs> who knows um, this weekend on March sixteenth, I'm actually gonna put this podcast out today. Ooh. So on March sixteenth, Friday is the Masters twenty five releases. We have a lot pre-order, but we're gonna have plenty for drafting, and that's what we're gonna do it for. Friday night we're gonna do a draft at seven, and uh Sunday we're gonna do a draft at six. I'm gonna see about getting one on Saturday, because uh uh EDH takes up a lot of time on Saturdays, so I'm gonna see if I can't squeeze one in there. But they're gonna be thirty-five dollars each. You get three packs, and then each player for each player that comes in, we put one pack towards prize support. So if there's ten players, there's ten packs, and we'll just divide it up, you know, top whatever. We'll go from there. So that's supposed to be a lot of stuff. I am not a huge – I like Magic. I play Magic. I played back in Alpha and all that. So to me, the pinnacle of Magic stopped at the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I made it to Legends, so you, <laughs> okay. you went one further than yeah. me. The Dark is – anything past that, I don't know what's going on. So, But I, I still like playing, so. But uh, yeah, these guys are crazy. They could come in here and tell you because I was just talking to my distributor, and he's like, "Well, you see, what you want this much?" I'm like, "Let me just get this much. I'm sure there'll be more to get later, but don't don't Iconic Masters me and you know give me a whole bunch." So, uh, which we still have, by the way. If anybody wants some Iconic Masters, <laughs> come on in and get it. So then uh, we have all that, and uh,
1: that really dovetails into the two items ahead really on your list there two items ahead the, grim forest no the one after that oh master 20 yeah having too many no
0: overstock oh yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm like what are you
1: talking about
0: <laughs> but um next item is we got a uh well yeah magic this weekend so if you want to come come to draft 35 bucks to get in and it should be a lot of fun and a lot of good cards i know said so there's some jace in there I'll get a card guy on here for the next one and talk about that set. But, you know, me, I'm terrible. I'm like, yeah, you want it or not? You know? <laughs> um, came out with a new board game, and I don't know why they were pushing it, but they said it was pretty good. It's called Grim Forest, which, by the way, if you Google, if you YouTube Grim Forest, make sure you get the right forest, Grim Forest, because <laughs> I Googled Grim Forest, and I started watching the YouTube video, and there was this is this dark, foreboding, foreboding uh, uh, like, horrible you found porn didn't you? I don't know what I found but I'm like is this the board game because it had like pigs on it <laughs> like three little pigs and then fairy tale this thing is like oh we're all dying and people are dying and I'm like I'm pretty sure this and then I backed up I go oh that's totally not it. so anyway there's two when you grim forest grim forest board game is what you want to google on this one but basically it's a resource building game you're one of three little one of four little pigs apparently they added an extra one for game balance but uh it's a resource
1: building game you build they're retconning the uh three little pigs story now yeah, <laughs> yeah, i know i know i don't know why i had a fourth somebody got offended
0: <laughs> i'm not going to talk i'll stop right there somebody got offended by three pigs so but you can be the best pig builder in the in the world here but uh yeah, it's uh it's a resource building game. It's very nicely produced. I I have a demo copy here, so if you want to stop up and check it out, it's nice. Miniatures are really nice. You know you have the pig miniatures and then you have all the like the would be the villains, you know, the wolves, the dragons and all the fairy tale stuff. But basically it's a resource building game. You're trying to build three <laughs> three huts, yeah, three houses on your property. And uh you have to go out and uh collect brick, wood and straw and uh you go to you know you play cards to you basically you're playing cards to get to that point and then sometimes you have to share resources but if you don't want to you can there's other cards but they're like the fable cards which you can throw down the creatures or monsters or like giants and uh the wolf and the big bad wolf and mess up your opponents and get more stuff and they also have friends which are like rumpelstiltskin but they're like double-sided, or what's that, two-faced friends. Like They'll help you one oh, way and then screw you in the next. So. That sounds promising. Good but it's, it's, it's geared towards kids, too. It's developed by Tim Eisner, which I guess, uh, I don't know much about him, but I, I know he's developed a few games, so I'll probably research it a little better. I'm learning how to research board games before I talk about it. I'll get on here. I don't know. I sell a lot of it.
1: BoardGameGeek.com. Yeah. <laughs> no, I,
0: no, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to use an actual item that works but yeah, it's Grim Forest. I know it's also limited or something like it's not limited, but uh it had uh, it might have been a distributor. This
1: print run is selling out by the second hurry. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. <laughs>
0: That's that there was some other thing to it. It might have been exclusive from one distributor or something like that. I can't remember. It's irrelevant to, to you know, the percher, but it was important to me apparently. So uh but yeah, come on in, we got it, and check it out, see what it is. I think it's forty nine ninety five or something like that, fifty bucks. So
1: it's 50 but for you, 49 dollars <laughs> Plus tax. Because
0: <laughs> God forbid. Uh, and that runs into, we have a new, well, not a new, but uh, it's fairly new item. Uh, it's a group called Overstock, Immortals Inc. Overstock Warehouse. If you're on Facebook and you got nothing better to do when you're looking for a deal, a lot of times I'll throw some stuff that either is broken up or I sold or overstock it's just overstock stuff or i have too much of and i'll put it up there auction style i usually run it for about a week and it's a facebook facebook auction so it's not a timed auction or anything like that you ever done that any? oh
1: yeah but i would discourage <laughs> anyone interested in buying warhammer stuff from going to the group strongly discourage them really oh. they just should not go there they should just leave it for me oh <laughs> i thought I said what's going on now
0: yeah <laughs> Don't want any competition, is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah, you know, I have do, st- I do put stuff up there. But, uh, yeah, it's anything like that. It's like box sets that might get broken up, and, you know, like somebody doesn't yeah. want their Primaris and, or their Chaos or, you know, a book that's old or something. But I put a lot of stuff up there that's not – I I wish I had a regular schedule to do it. But, like, today I was supposed to play D&D, so I'm probably going to end up spending the night uh, listing a bunch of stuff. And I, got, I found a bunch of old stuff I'm going to throw up there, so – but all you have to do is request to join, and uh, we'll let you in. Uh, you can even list stuff if you want, but please make it game related.
1: <laughs> I've, there've actually been some really interesting things that uh, other folks have put up on there. Too. Yeah,
0: I've seen a few things on there, so I gotta get. It's still small. I think we got two, two, two fifty, two hundred, two hundred fifty members. So it's mostly local stuff. But I'd like to get it bigger, you know, because I'll ship too. If you're listening to this and you're somewhere else and you see it, I will ship it to you. You just, you know, pay actual shipping, and you can have it. You know, I got no problem doing that we actually have the ability to do it um and uh i don't know if people know but we carry pops <laughs> my daughter knows very well. <laughs> Your daughter does. The, uh, <laughs> that's
1: her second choice of things to see after the dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: the dog then the pops yeah we carry a lot of pops and i was surprised because i didn't know i knew my wife collects them so she's like crazy i paid i don't know pay too much for a closed-mouthed Demogorgon from Stranger Things because she wanted it. And I'm like, how much is that? And I'm like, eh, I'll get it for it because it makes her happy. But, uh, yeah, that's I never realized people, you know, it's collectible. Well,
1: at and, the summer cons, you usually see entire booths of them. It's yeah, kind mm-hmm. of amazing.
0: I went to Comic-Con. There was a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. but it was a mostly, they had a lot, but, of course, it's comic book related, which is what sure. I really don't collect. We kind of do the non-comic book stuff and collect a lot of that. But, uh, yeah, we do have a lot of them. And I, <laughs> I had a lot of Chase figures out there that apparently were worth money. Oh. And I didn't know. And people were like, well, I'll buy this. And I said, okay. And then somebody goes, you know, those are worth money. I go, are they? They go, yeah. So I started looking them up. I go, oh, wow. And then even though I said, well, I hate doing that because it's like, well, eh, it's worth it, it's worth it. So I, I pulled the Chase figures and I put the going rate on it, you know, like whatever, Amazon, eBay, or whatever was going on. I, I think there's even a stock market for Pop Marks that I haven't got into yet. <laughs> But I went there and uh I put the reg- I put the price on what I was going for and people you know, there's no complaints people, come, oh yeah, I'll take that you know they just find it, but I forget it's collectibles you yeah. know? They're, you know, and if you get it like so if you see me put pops up on our site, if you're looking for one that's a chase, come in and, and grab it because I probably don't realize it <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then turn around and sell it yeah <laughs> I better not see it on eBay. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I don't want to picture Posted you holding overstock <laughs> warehouse. Yeah. I don't want to see a picture of you holding it in my store as it on eBay. Hey, I got this. <laughs> get out of here. But you gotta have fun. But that's what we got going on. This is some of my spiels of what's going on. And now we'll get to uh um John. What are you working on now?
1: Um well Usually I'm not allowed to talk about what I'm actually working on. sorry. Uh, Uh,
0: (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Disregard.
1: I can say that I have been working on the Wrath and Glory RPG, which is the new Warhammer 40K RPG that's coming out. So uh, folks who are big fans of Warhammer 40K may recall that, I don't know, about probably six years ago. No, probably more than that, probably about nine years ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. uh, uh, Games Workshop published... uh, Dark Heresy as the first ever role-playing game set in the Warhammer 40k universe. That and was through... Uh... That was, originally, it was through Black Industries. Yes. And it sold out in pre-print to ridiculous numbers of sales. You know, they sold out more copies than they had planned to print. And Games Workshop came back and said, wow, we sold a ton of this. We're canceling the line because it's not as profitable as a New York Times bestseller. What? Yeah, yeah. they published the core rule book and said we sold wow, we sold a mind boggling number of these. But you know, it's not as profitable as other stuff we could be printing. Do you? so we canceled the print run. I could see where that makes yeah. sense. I mean it makes it, sense it's from a business, business point. perspective. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: I wonder how much it costs to like maybe they did it just for fun. Like one of them things. Well, I think not it, so much for fun, but hey, this is what we have. is It's an yeah. extra item, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, now yeah. it just cost us money. No, <laughs> so that's
1: basically it. They just it, they said we made money on it, uh-huh. but we didn't make enough to justify oh, yeah, our yeah. people on okay. it. Okay. And Fantasy Flight then came and said, "Hey, you know that, <laughs> that that money that may not be enough profit for you, but that's enough for us. I got to eat." Yeah. <laughs> and so they licensed it from them, uh-huh. and that's how. Dark Heresy became a game line in the United States. And then uh, after that, I mean, Black Industries had said, we're going to publish three games. We're going to do the Inquisition game. We're going to do the Rogue Trader game. We're going to do the Space Marine game, Death Watch. Mm -hmm. And uh, Fantasy Flight said, sure, that's a good plan. We'll run with it. So they did all three of those. And then they also did uh, the Imperial Guard game, Only War, and Mm -hmm. the Chaos game, Black Crusade. And they stuck with all of those through the course of their license. And then for reasons that I do not know, they chose to not renew their license. Probably the same reasons. (laughs) I, I suspect it was because that Fantasy Flight hadn't been a miniatures company prior to that. And then during the time they had the license they published oh, x-wing yeah, and now they've got the competing. uh legion i think yeah. is the name yeah, of the star Legion's wars coming out actually game that's coming out two weeks right so i think yeah speaking Pump of upcoming out. releases <laughs> yeah you've got <laughs> yeah, Legion, yeah. and, and the other one that you didn't mention is uh tau pre-orders are this saturday oh yeah yeah that's kind of a yeah. big so get them in by tomorrow the, get them by it,
0: wednesday yeah i mean you get it in any time but you get we get you the pre-order discount for yeah if you get it by wednesday
1: so so Anyway, go on. I suspect push, push, that push. <laughs> Fantasy Flight said... Games Workshop said, hey, when we gave you this license, you weren't a competitor. Yeah, you no, are I, now. Yeah, like, uh, I could be wrong. No, uh, no, that makes sense. That makes just sense. Just my... I, I don't know why you would As go. a freelancer interpretation of what happened there.
0: Yeah, especially if they could... Yeah, yeah, because I could see them slipping into... Yeah, 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 yeah. But and it could be a... Yeah, because yeah fantasy flights obviously moved up its game absolutely and they've
1: after being bought by asmodee and all the mergers that are going on and asmodee buying everybody else yeah they're a much much bigger company now than they were 10 years ago no question about it yeah i got my issues with them but
0: i mean there's nothing wrong with them it's just no no problem with asmodee no problem with fantasy flight no problem with anybody it's people that get it to me i have an issue
1: with so i understand
0: but that's normal but anyway go ahead with your
1: anyway so uh that license ended and what about six months later i was talking with a friend of mine who i had worked with on the old line and said hey i know you're very into this and his name's ross watson i know you're very into the warhammer setting And you're very well connected with folks at Games Workshop. He was the lead developer on Death Watch and Rogue Trader. And Mm -hmm. so the uh, new chapter of Space Marines that were introduced in Death Watch, that was his baby all the way through, the Storm Wardens. Um, And he said, and I said to him, hey, if you happen to have any leads on who might be getting the (laughs) RPG, let them know because I'd really like to write for it. And he said we should sit down and talk about this. And we sat down and talked about it, and he told me that he was actually the guy in charge no, of it now because he was working with Ulysses Spiel, which is a German company yes. um, that has moved into... They've also formed an American company now, and uh, they've always been an RPG company, but they have been expanding the number of RPGs that they publish. Uh, they do TORG, mm. the new version of TORG yeah, Eternity just... that came out, I think maybe 6 8 months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they kick started that and I think they're getting ready to launch another Kickstarter for that for another round of products. Hopefully yeah. Torque those will should all be getting retail.
0: Yeah, Torque should be coming soon. I just pre-ordered it. Okay. So, or you know, distributors. Mm-hmm. And, Which I'm surprised but going okay. you know, a lot of those old games they're yeah. coming back, you know. They're still good, and well, I think they just needed a rewrite in a lot I, of them.
1: I'm still a big fan of the old version. I'm actually, my home game is currently the old version of Torque. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Um, But that's not really relevant. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <I> just, <laughs> no, that's okay. No, it's just
0: surprising. Like, all these things keep coming yeah, up. and Yeah,
1: well, you know, it's, there's, it's clear from Kickstarter patterns that, uh, if you published a game 30 years ago, even if it wasn't a financial success, relaunching it on Kickstarter, you may be able to make it a financial success.
0: Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's as long as it's good. Come out with something good.
1: Or at l- as long as people have good memories of it, really. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Um i cite robotech and we'll end that oh (laughs) yeah so man
0: before i even got ready to get excited about it everybody's like i'm like all right i'm gonna leave that alone i'm gonna walk away from that step away from
1: the podcast yes i don't know what happened over there there's a lot of robotech people angry but um anyways ulysses spiel has done a very great a really cool job with torg and they picked up the warhammer 40k license to make the wrath and glory rpg and they have announced that it will be coming out at gen con oh that's cool um and there will be a demo pack for free rpg day i don't know if you're participating in that i think i am okay (laughs) i don't know so (laughs) if you are participating in free rpg day One of the things that will be included in the box is a demo pack, an early release demo pack of Warhammer 40k: Wrath and Glory. Okay. Uh, It includes pre-generated characters and an adventure. I wrote the adventure for that, so.
0: Now you're guilting me into it. I gotta go find it it and sign up for it. If
1: you're not participating, typically free RPG Day releases are also available electronically, Hmm. usually on that day or in the days that shortly follow. So. No, I should. I'll go look
0: that up today. All
1: right. Tell you what, if you are participating and you get the demo pack, I'll be happy to run it for oh, anybody that go. wants to come in on that day. All right. well, Now we'll I definitely, figure something out there. Now I definitely have to go look for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but the one, and uh, there's been a lot of information that Ulysses Spiel has been slowly leaking out about Wrath and Glory. Um, if you're familiar with the old game lines, it was a percentile-based system and the different game lines were very much specific to a portion of the setting. So in the Dark Heresy game line, you were pretty much, you're going to be playing a member of the Inquisition. In the Rogue Trader game line, you were going to be playing a rogue trader or one of his, basically one of his agents aboard his ship, participating in exploring and traveling beyond the realms of the Imperium and conducting trade, legal or illegal, and Mm -hmm. because of your writ you know you could you could kind of redefine what was legal when you were operating beyond the boundaries the uh
0: for those that don't know uh this uh this role-playing game he's talking about is set in the world of warhammer 40k which is a far future it's supposed to be the year forty thousand, more or less yeah but it's it's the far future is always war and it's just this terrible you know how star wars is kind of bright and shiny kind
1: of 40k K is isn't. it's yeah, the opposite the, of like everything just blows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, the basically the em- God Emperor of Terra was uh around in the year 30,000 and decided to conquer the entire galaxy for all of humanity. And uh his he created the Space Marines basically in his image as his genetic children sort of um to, and to go do this. <laughs> right. And in the year 30,000 Roughly half of the space marines turned against him. and
0: So he had a giant civil war in space. Right. Basically the whole human empire had a
1: civil war. And, and that was the Horus Heresy. And the Horus Heresy ended with the emperor not quite dead, sitting on his golden throne, which really sounds just as bad as it really is. Yeah, yeah. it's just, um, And nobody wants
0: to move forward
1: from that Right, point, and so know? he's basically in a stasis field where he can't die but he doesn't getting any better yeah and he's ost- ostensibly running the empire from this throne um but comatose yeah <laughs> um and but, it's his psychic presence that allows the imperium to exist basically
0: yeah. and then the problem with it is it's like it's very dark so like half of humanity hates it the other half loves it or at least adheres to it you have a whole bunch of they they're very fearful of anything not human or not, Absolutely. not the Absolutely. Xenos yeah. are aliens, so, and elves, they are forbidden. Yeah, elves.
1: Uh, the Eldar are the space yeah, elves.
0: Yeah, the space elves, they have this new race called Tau, which is kind of like...
1: It, it's basically Games Workshop was trying to move into Japan, and they saw, wow, these giant anime robot things do really well in Japan. We should come out with a race that's based on that.
0: Yeah, they're, yeah, 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 they're basically that. just giant robot guys that shoot a lot. They're very clean cut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have orcs, of course, which just which, run the... And then yeah. chaos, which would be the other half, the ones that turn against the Empire.
1: And then you've got uh, the Tyranids, which are basically every bug-eyed monster Yeah, never. alien.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh,
1: and the Necrons, which are uh, undead robots. Yeah,
0: that Yeah, are older than time. Yeah. But then you have... A, so anything out of that is, you know, crazy. You know, anything is unacceptable, so everything's at war right. all the time. right. And so then, then you've got...
1: The, so, the three pillars of the Inquisition are central to the Imperium. You've got uh, one group which is devoted entirely to defeating Xenos, which, you know, which are all the aliens. You've got one group which is devoted entirely to defeating Psychers, which are basically anybody with psychic powers, which
0: they fear. Yeah, yeah.
1: and psychic powers manifest more or less spontaneously. And then you've got one group, which are the religious zealots, which are devoted entirely to defeating any kind of religious heresy. Yeah, which could be anything. Right. And the imperial religion is basically defined as whatever the author needs it to be at any given (laughs) time. So, yeah.
0: It turns and goes. But, yeah, you have that. So when he says, like, the Inquisition, it's basically what it sounds like. The Inquisitor. You're, You're going... In amongst your own people, rooting out the evil. but
1: Or what you've decided did, is evil, yeah, you know, which in many cases could be what, you know, I, I a modern human would say, well, those were the good guys. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you could say he's a witch hunter. You know, like yeah. I equate him to witch hunters of
1: old. Uh, Death Watch is... Is Space Marines. So the Space Marines, they're supposed to be a thousand chapters of a thousand Marines to protect the entire galaxy. But they They, hold to
0: their own chapter all the time. Right. They all work. But they are
1: they are basically the ultimate tough guys in the universe. You don't get any more macho than a space marine. Very macho. And then the Death Watch are the most most elite among the space marines where each Space Marine chapter says, "This is my best guy. I'm going to send him to the Death Watch." Yeah. And the Death Watch then are devoted entirely to fighting aliens. Yeah, which you
0: know, like either special missions with smaller units, and like the, it would be good for role playing. I guess. Yeah, you know, it you works would have your team of playing. six. You know, you have your team of six elites, and they go do whatever they got. In do. the
1: miniatures game, normally you might field like forty or fifty Space Marines. If you were fielding Death Watch, you might field like fifteen.
0: Yeah, you yeah. know, and then uh, sorry, Inquisition. death watch Watch, rogue trader oh rogue trader would be the explorers right the 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 empires decided we need to find more stuff because space you know runs out i
1: guess (laughs) pushing the very fringes of the imperium conquering new worlds finding new resources yeah you know and occasionally since they're yeah they're basically evil star trek they all have goatees yeah (laughs) they do they do they're like pirates (laughs) like pirate star
0: but basically the emperor says hey listen go out there find me new stuff bring me back some stuff and whatever you do and you decide you need to do that's what you do right they have like they're like a captain. They're like a. Yeah. You know, yeah. but they get the, you know, whole areas. Yeah, we had to blow up this planet because, because uh, you know, I lost, so. you know yeah. they, they, I lost. you know I lost a bet. Yeah,
1: they, they ripped me off for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And <laughs> because they're operating beyond the fringes, they'll often dabble in alien stuff, right? Yeah, So know, they'll have mm, alien. No yeah, te- yeah Archaeotech, which is ancient, forgotten human technology, or Xenos Tech, which is. Do they is have, alien like, tech. aliens work
0: for them? Because I know in the. Many old- times, yeah. Yeah, because in the older yeah. games, you'd have different miniatures. From, like, aliens, mm-hmm. like Croats or... Right. Like Croats or something? Croats like or the... Yeah, ta- and I remember or, that. It's like, well...
1: And then there was uh, the Jokaro, which are the uh, orangutans that are just these brilliant technicians. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. God.
0: God, I pulled that out of nowhere. I forgot about those guys. <laughs> yeah, but there was, like, a lot of cool stuff, but they never went with it, but... Uh,
1: yeah, and there were a couple other races uh, that were specific to the RPG that I'd really like to see made into miniatures someday, but I don't yeah, think ever it's, will. It's yeah, it's too much. It's like probably, the Hrud, which are... Probably space scaven based on pictures we've seen. Space scaven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. a they were in the third edition forty K. I World think it
0: World. it comes on to game balance probably too. Yeah. And it's it's fine, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But if it's in a role playing. But anyway, those are your three factions when you're playing this game is, yeah. is those kind. And, yeah, and um, then
1: there was uh, Black Crusade was the Chaos yeah. RPG. Yeah, nobody and- wants to play chaos. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, only only how, how,
0: how far could you take a bad
1: guy? Well, <laughs> you know, on. yeah. I mean my my home groups uh, has a we don't play bad guys rule yeah, anymore because we spent. Uh, I think that's going to be another whole. Pick yeah, we, why we had a game where you know we were supposed to start off with this mission that we were assigned, and we stopped at a farmhouse along the way, and we spent like the next six sessions just doing horrible things to the people in the farmhouse. <laughs> we we got some issues. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where we finished. We finished like the second game <laughs> session, and we we're just looking at each other, going. I feel
0: dirty. One of us needs to go to the doctor. (laughs) Probably
1: should be some therapy. The other
0: other two should be reporting us. Yeah, pretty much. First one to the phone wins.
1: (laughs) But anyway, go ahead. Right. So, uh, and then there was the only war, which was the Imperial guard. Yeah. yeah, And and that was, and, uh, the mechanic to that in the fantasy flight version was everybody makes like two or three characters. Yeah, You're <laughs> going to <just> die. <laughs> I feel the yeah, worst was, for the Imperial guard. It's kind of like uh, paranoia only. They weren't, oh. they weren't clones. They were actually other personalities. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
0: I made up a whole squad. I should play for about three hours. <laughs> I should last for three hours in the Imperial guard. It's the worst. Depending on how the dice go. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, the, worst. it's, the, worst. it's the worst. It's the only, it's the only army I feel bad
1: for in the whole 40 K <laughs> universe. They try hard. So with Wrath uh, and Glory, one of the things they decided to do was rather than do a ton of separate game lines, they wanted to put everything together. I think. So in the core rule book, we've got rules for playing humans, including Adeptus Mechanicus. Ooh. There are rules for playing Space Marines. Uh, there are rules also for playing Eldar Ooh. and for orcs. So, really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, they've been previewing, if you look at... So you can the, all work together? Well, so here's the thing. If you had to. One of the things that we've also talked about is frameworks, which when you're setting up your campaign, the game master and the players need to get to get sit down together or just the game master and decide, hey, this is the framework for the campaign, and I'm going to use that framework to say... These are your starting resources, this is where we're gonna be, and these are your character options. And the framework's also going to factor into what's called the tiering of the setting, which is gonna set to power level for no. the campaign. So start low. Well, it depends. <laughs> I mean, do you want to have a campaign that's about a bunch of human gangers scrambling to survive in, you know, a barren wasteland in a la Mad Max? That's going to be a very different campaign from. I want to be members of the Death Watch we were just talking about, right? Well, They're the toughest Space <laughs> Marines there are, and yeah, that's that plays oh, a little different.
0: Already, I'm thinking. You know, Martin. I've done just a few podcasts with yeah. Martin. Yeah. We were talking one podcast about the reasonable Space Marine. <laughs> I want to be the reasonable Space <laughs> Marine in this campaign. Yeah, you know, the well, Martin. Martin can play the Tau, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I mean that's the ahead. thing.
1: Depending upon how you have. <laughs> what you've all decided is going to determine what kind of power level you're playing at, and well, that makes sense. They previewed some of the artwork. Uh, if you go to, if you search "Wrath and Glory" on Facebook, it'll bring up the page that Ulysses is maintaining, and there showed a lot of the different archetype artwork that's out there already.
0: What else did they do? Because I can that name I've come across that uh, you so said it earlier. Originally, Torg, and-
1: Torg uh, but the Dark Eye was the German RPG that this crew was responsible for. And that okay. was, uh, most people that in Germany of... play the Dark Eye instead of playing D&D, because I believe it came out before there was a D&D translation. And its entire uh, design philosophy is, let's just say, very German. <laughs> <laughs>
0: very efficient. <laughs> very German. Because <laughs> uh, I remember I said that, I saw that and I read it, and I'm like, this looks like a good game or something that I would carry. And I got it in, and I've sold it. You know, I cheap sure, the. Yeah. But the Dark Eye, that's where I've known yeah. that from. Okay, go ahead. Uh,
1: Fan Pro for a while did an English translation of it. Uh, I don't think Catalyst ever did. Not and.
0: I've got it from someone. Okay. The Dark Eye. It's a German game. Yeah, and I remember reading it because it, they got a lot of good reviews, mm-hmm. and and I carry. You know, I grab stuff sure. sometimes. And uh, that was one of the things I did grab, and people did buy. So. I guess it was good. Cool. So, all right, go ahead. Yeah, no, I've I've heard
1: good things about it. Um, I had, I just, the name
0: kept bugging me. I'm like, what else did yeah, they do? A,
1: so, you know, like 20 years ago, I had looked at the Fan Pro version of it because they had wanted me to do some work with it, and it just never panned out for me. But. Yeah. That one I don't know. This is recent, like within the last yeah, year. Yeah, I think there was a Kickstarter to get the translation of it done, not that I don't long know. ago, but I, I could be misremembering. I got it. We'll go check. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so. They've been previewing the artwork, mm-hmm. and one of the neat things that they did was they uh, also are doing a basically a comic book insert to the start of the rule book, where I think the artist has done all, has done some other 40k based comic strips, but where it shows the players and their characters, and it shows the dice mechanic in action. Oh, well, that's cool. So the basic dice mechanic: it's a d6 based game. You're rolling a dice pool that's based off of your combination of your skill and attribute and uh fours and fives are called icons. And if you get a six, it counts as two icons. And so in order to get a success, you need a n- number of icons based on the difficulty. Oh, all right, all right. And then the uh, other mechanic that adds in there is you can take a six from your initial success roll and transfer it onto your, onto your effect roll. Mm. So say you're... The op- the easiest option is I'm shooting somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So I roll my pool to shoot, and I hit. Well, I hit by a lot more than I needed, so I take a couple of the sixes, and instead of counting them for my to hit roll, I add them into my damage dice. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean that you did it
0: that good, or something, exactly. You know? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, that's that's easy. So that's well, that sounds. It's fun. kind
1: of a neat touch. It makes it gives a little more of a gamey feel to the play then you can play
0: without having to depend on individual dice rolls for actual damage so yeah so and then uh, well, what I'm I'm sorry I'm just no, thinking like it, it translates to D&D like you can get a natural 20 and mm-hmm. get critical and you, oh that's the greatest hit and then you roll a one you know <laughs> right <laughs> Then right. I get so no, one it a, a little leeway you know? so, you there's know.
1: also a uh, a point mechanic uh, which Wrath and Glory are also referred to specific mechanics within the game where you have one die, which I believe is the Wrath die, which will be a different color when you roll it. And when you roll a one, it means there's a complication. Uh-huh. And then you have glory points, which um, you can use for re-rolls, basically, as well as some other things.
0: Yeah, it sounds like they... I don't want to say this because they may have not, but it sounds like they're sticking with the D6 because of the D6 is all they use in 40K.
1: I cannot comment on yeah, that.
0: Okay, that's cool. I'm just making an observation. <laughs> <laughs> that is an extraordinarily
1: reasonable observation. Yeah, I like that idea, I cannot too. say anything further on that.
0: Carries over. It would be too easy to carry over from one to the other. And,
1: <laughs> you know, Games Workshop does sell a lot of D6s that are no. already nicely themed yeah, for no different way. Warhammer 40K armies. Really? Do they now? I think you might even have some in stock. I do. <laughs> <laughs> for very reasonable prices. Yeah, reasonable, reasonable. Yeah, retail. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Wait, you know, we get discounts, but that's funny. All right, John. Well, that was fun. Um, well, uh, yeah, well, let us know. Yeah,
1: so I was actually, will have to get on uh, that
0: RPG, uh, yeah, so like, let me go it, should get on that out, RPG day. <laughs> should be coming out
1: <laughs> uh, for Gen Con for the full release. I think there may be demos at Origins for people that are heading down there. When's that again? May? No, uh, usually June. it's June. I don't know the in- exact date offhand. I'll
0: have to see if I'm off that weekend. I might just run down And,
1: there. uh, I actually wrote, most of the character creation roles for Wrath and Glory. So when oh. people are complaining that it's all horribly balanced, <laughs> I will blame the playtest <laughs> for clearly not catching my mistake. It's not my fault. Nobody watched me. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I had no
0: supervision. Oh, man, I've heard that before. <laughs> I think you've said that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who was watching me? He had one job. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see that and I'll get on it um awesome.
1: anything else you can think of or um,
0: parting words or thoughts
1: one other game i think that's coming out for gen con is uh fantasy flights legend of the five rings rpg rpg yeah so legend of the five rings has gone through i think four previous editions a buttload and <laughs> yeah and a whole well, keeps lot back, of different card sets they um, just
0: came out with their new right, the just, Living Card Game. Is that yeah? Um, they just yeah. redid it. So, so the, well, not just I mean, the RPG
1: it. for that is upcoming. Um, I may or may not have written something for something related to that that I really well, couldn't comment on. If you may or may not be able to comment on it later, you can call <laughs> me back and we'll
0: we'll come here because actually that has a cult follow. That's kind of a cult following. You have yeah. to admit it is. Yeah. So yeah, that would be a niche thing we could do. So, yeah, give me a call on that. All right. If, you know, you may or it may might, not yes, have it. of course. And uh what else? I'm trying to think. The only other note I got up there is pre-orders. If you want to get something, like we're not a huge Kmart-style store. And we're not a warehouse, except for my Overstock warehouse. <laughs> Mortals, Inc. Overstock warehouse. Facebook group. So if you want something we don't have, I'll gladly order it. Usually it takes a couple days to get it. So, but in... For your inconvenience of me not having it, I'll give you. If you pre order with us, you get 15% off. So, if you pay up
1: first. So, it's a great deal. I've taken advantage of it many yeah, times. Yeah. So,
0: just, and especially if you want something, especially it's going to be hard to get, don't wait, you know, because it's, it's, what did a guy say to me yesterday? He goes, Hey, can you get me this big box set that I can't say I'm pre ordering yet from some game company that might be a bunch of futuristic fighters? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, I go, you can pre-order it when the, when the pre-orders come out. He goes, all right, well, all right, we'll see. I go, well, listen, I'm not being mean, but I'm only going to get whatever pre-orders and then a few to sell. I go, so I can't let it sit there, and then you you know what I'm saying? Like if some guy comes well, in with cash and when says, they say, want to buy the...
1: A big box set is, say, just pulling a number out of the ether, $160. <laughs> yeah, say <it's like> $160. <laughs> Having, you know, four or five of those sitting around is...
0: A, a chunk lot of, of capital. Yeah. So it's like, I don't mind getting them, but if you really want it, don't, you know, pre-order. And then you get a discount. And I'm not saying, I don't want your business if you can't pay it now. But, you know, you're taking
1: a risk. But he know? doesn't want your business if you can't. No. It now.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying you're taking a risk because I'll have it. I might be able to get it, especially limited stuff. Because, you know, they
1: some companies only print so many or they only have it for limited time. So. Or they're doing an initial run this way because that way when they uh, decide to split the boxes up and sell the individual sprues for 10 times the da, price. Da, 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 da. <laughs> these things happen
0: but i'm saying if you really want to get in on the ground floor of this one for a good price get in you know but it, and well then i see it too it's like i hate just do what you can you know i'll work with you you know you're a regular customer you know and you're here all the time yeah i'll work with you i got no problem
1: five dollars down and pay yeah. for the next 20 months yeah
0: for twenty months. i should do layaway no, that's a horrible idea. But, uh, yeah, just pre-order. Anything like Magic, 40K, board games, especially board games that are weird. Like if you know something's coming out that I probably won't order and you want it, I'll put it on the order. It's no big deal, you know, because it's this modern age of computers. They ship it to me you know, <laughs> before I even know what happened. What is this and why is it here? Well, you ordered it six months ago. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the magic of kickstarter where you, know, oh, you buy it you receive it three years later and go i have no memory of ordering Worldpack for this. <laughs> why, but why would you. i play this game <laughs> how could
0: i want this i bought this for an ex-girlfriend <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but all right well thanks for coming on john absolutely thanks for having me carlos this is fun
0: if you guys liked it uh you can give us a call at two uh, if you guys are around the store and you like hearing us you can listen to our other podcasts i think we're this might be episode 51, 52. I can't believe I did that many. I thought for sure it would be like five or six and I'd give up. But anyway, uh, give us uh, check us out online at ImmortalsIncOnline.com. You can email us at podcast.immortalsInc at gmail.com. Call us at the shop, 216-712-7169. Follow us on Twitter at ImmortalsInc. Well, sorry, at Immortals underscore Inc. Or uh I forgot where else we're at. Oh, you know what else I had to push is our online card sales. ImmortalsInc dot dot com. If you're looking for singles, you can ship them right to your house or pick them up here or do whatever you want. But <laughs> that's online too. All right, Till next time, guys.